What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Bat from the Box podcast. It's going to be actually the Batman News Weekly podcast, but I am your host, Juice Wayne, and this is the very first podcast. I'm hoping this gets uploaded this Friday. If you're listening to this on Friday, it got uploaded, and I'm hoping it's not delayed, but I've never uploaded podcasts before, so uh, this is going to be kind of interesting. But in today, what we're going to be talking about is we're going to be talking about the big Batman 77 issue, which is City of Bane. It had a huge death. If you've already watched my YouTube video, you know who it is, but we're going to go real in-depth with this. And we're also going to talk about the canceled Arkham game that was supposed to take place 10 years after Arkham Knight that was supposed to have Damian Wayne. So those are going to be the topics today. We're going to keep it real light, but this is the first ever Batman News Weekly podcast and I have a special guest. He will not be here every week, but he's always welcome to be here. And we have fanboy Clay on the podcast. You might have seen me do some plot. You might have heard, hear me, heard me, whatever. Do some podcasts with him over on Comic Book Legion. Clay, say what's up. Hey, what's up, guys? So we're going to jump right into this because this is a huge issue. Clay wasn't actually able to record this or his thoughts on his podcast. So we're going to go ahead and give him the opportunity to just kind of talk about City of Bane. To give you a quick rundown for those of you that are listening to this and you haven't, if you didn't watch my video on YouTube, City of Bane 77, if you have no idea what's going on in this comic book, basically Batman has got his ass kicked. He's been kicked out of Gotham. Bane has controlled the city. He's taken over the city in no way that any other villain has before to the point where the villains are the police officers in Gotham. There is no crime and they are just enforcing it. And no Justice League is coming in. No Bat Family is allowed in, in Gotham City or it will co come at the cost of a big death, which we're about to get to right now. So, uh, Clay, give me your thoughts on this issue. What is the first thing you thought after you finished this? You know, I we, we kind of talked briefly about this like right before I left to Disney World. At first I said I hated it. I hated it. I thought it was dumb um, just because for me, and, and you kind of debunked this in the sense of like, oh, well, all deaths can be considered, uh, what was the word I used? Uh, unnecessary. Unnecessary, correct. So for me, are we going to go ahead and spoil this? Or can I can I say the name? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. I guess I, I was, I was, I'm getting used to this whole thing. But uh, the big death, like I said, if you saw my video, you know that the big death in this book was Alfred. Yeah. So a lot of people have their opinions on like, oh my God, why did that happen? Blah, blah. But uh, yeah, so the big death was Alfred, who is, would you agree, the second biggest character in the Batman universe? I would say so because he basically helped Bruce become Batman. It, yeah, it exactly. wasn't just the 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 death that helped him become Batman. It, you could technically say Alfred was the first Robin. He was yeah. the, or the first Oracle, really. Yeah. Um, he has helped Bruce since the beginning. He has motivated him uh, when he needed it the most, um, especially in downtimes in like New 52 with Damien's death and things like that. But switching the roles now, uh, you know, you know how long was that? Nine years ago, eight years ago, Damien died. Now we're seeing Alfred is dead, and yeah. basically because of Damien, he went into yeah. he went into Gotham when he wasn't supposed to, and the consequences were real. So, you know, at first I really didn't like that. You know, I I saw the the book how it was, and I thought about okay, what does this mean for the future? And then all I saw was future stories of Damien not being trusted because of this whole thing. But I do see the other side where people are like, oh, well, you know, maybe this will actually bring Damien closer to Bruce because, you know, Bruce will basically say, hey, 
you did what you thought was necessary and you know we didn't really know Bane would go this far but speaking of Bane killing Alfred this isn't the first time Bane has killed Alfred. Did you know that? Do you remember? And what other story has he done it? So I know Alfred's done. He's died plenty of times. I mean, we've seen that, but I don't. I don't remember in main continuity. So technically, not main continuity, but okay. it, it was introduced story-wise in main continuity with Batman Murder Machine, part of Dark Knight's Metal. Oh, okay. So the story was that all of the rogues found the Batcave, and were beating the crap out of Alfred. Bane is the one that breaks his back and kills him. And mm-hmm. then you see this really sob story about Batman watching the the video from inside the Batcave over and over and over and over again. And he actually asks Cyborg to use some of oh, his apocalyptic tech yeah, yeah. to create... Alfred's like the guy that takes over. And shit. To create an AI yeah. Alfred. And yeah, so, yeah, so Bane has done this before. You I know. totally blanked on that. Yeah, so... That was know, a one-shot. That it, was a one-shot. It was shot, a one-shot, so. and that character really wasn't a big part of Meadow in the first place. He was no. just, you know, here and there after a while. Just like the real cyborg. Egg, oh, ouch. <laughs> ouch. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, comes to, it comes to mind of Will batman act in that kind of reaction yeah will he do whatever it takes to bring alfred back in some sort of capacity is there going to be an ai alfred after this which would be interesting or dare i say it and which a lot of people are thinking will this break batman to the point of killing i hope not i honestly honestly hope not and i know a lot of people are thinking that and in my video today that was one of, actually the first freaking comments on my damn video were about Spider-Man. I was so <laughs> mad. I'm like, how can Spider-Man kill you? Who cares? Okay, we're talking about Batman here. But uh, yeah, so a lot of people are like, I'm very interested to see how Batman is going to react to this because in the well, another thing that happened in this issue besides Alfred dying, which is the biggest talking point, is Bruce finally woke up from his coma. And he's been knocked out for about two issues now. Yeah. He's been knocked out. Selena found him in some deserted mountain somewhere that we really don't know about and she's been trying to nurse him back to help and he woke up and the first thing he says is i lost and mm-hmm. this is one of the first like this is the ultimate i think bottom for him i know a lot of people would say it's probably when he got beat at the bottom of a pit but i think batman admitting that he's finally lost is his lowest point point. Mm-hmm. and now the woman that he loves the person he wanted to spend the rest of his life with is going to be the person to show him how to rise again and i think that's really awesome i'm really excited about that and i'm excited about how he's going to to handle this because at this point he doesn't know about alfred i mean the family doesn't even know he's alive technically yeah because they don't know where he's at so i'm really interested in that aspect but i do want to jump back to the whole damien thing and if you guys don't know the way alfred died was he got his neck snapped like it's a full page spread of just like it literally you hear crack and he's just there and the next pages are damien just crying yeah and uh it was insane but what did you think about how damien got into the city and got to Batman. I thought it was a very Damien thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw or we read last issue about, and this is very Damien and as well, very ignorant and very hot-headed when it comes to certain things that he he doesn't have control over. And so he just spews out all sorts of stuff. So, you know, just like last issue, he basically said, you know, after news... Uh, you know, went out that Gotham Girl defeated Captain Adam. Well, he was like, well, psh, I can do that. You know, he's very yeah. arrogant in some of those situations. And so I just think that his, his, I guess, ignorance got to him. 
And he was like, you know what? If nobody's going to do something, I'm going to do something, which is a very Batman thing to do. And so for him to get through, you know, get away from Gotham Girl for that split, you know, amount of time, which was very clever. And loved it. I thought it was awesome. I thought that was a very good back and forth um, between them. And I, you know, there was actually two artists on this book. Uh, Mikhail Janin was on the like future or, or the current time in Gotham. And then mm-hmm. all the Bat Cat stuff was with Tony Daniels. Yeah. Um, so I love the art. Mikhail Janin on Batman is always good for me. Um, I love uh was it Scarecrow and Zaz? Uh Zaz. Yeah. Yeah, Zaz. Uh Scarecrow and Zaz uh working together as like detective and cops. Last time we saw Scarecrow, he was actually uh, being away. hunted by yeah. uh, Flashpoint Batman. Yeah, he got psychopirated. Yeah. So and so, I thought it was it was like I said, a very Batman thing to do. And then he stood up to Flashpoint Batman in a way yeah. that I didn't think was very smart. Yeah. Just because you know he, I don't know. Like I said, his ignorance got to him. He was mm-hmm. mouthing off. He was saying, "Hey, I'm gonna kick your ass." You know, do whatever yeah. and. You know, freaking Flashboy Batman showed him the ropes, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he got worked. He got super worked, and then he woke up in that room when the snap happened uh, with yeah. Alfred. But you made a comment when we were texting saying that if this is permanent, then this might be the generational change for yeah. Batman's mythos. But to that, I have to say, if that is the generational change, that might confirm that Batcat, as a couple, as a married couple, may not happen. Mm-hmm. You think so? Well, weren't you the one that, well, you you made a joke. I'm not going to say that on the podcast. <laughs> but uh, what happened was you were saying that maybe, like, she is going to be his new caretaker pretty much is what you said. Oh, that so one. Yeah, think, that joke. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. No. Uh. <laughs> do, you, do you think they're going to just substitute? Because the one that, I mean, I personally don't think that would matter because we've seen Alfred take care of a bunch of people. So yeah. it wouldn't matter if, a, like, a new person came in here. But I'd, uh, why would you think it wouldn't happen? Well, I just think that for Tom King to go to DC and say, hey, I want to change Batman forever. And he's like, I want to kill well, well, first, first, you know, his first 50 issues, he's like, hey, I want to change Batman forever. I want Batman to get married. And yeah. they're like, okay, I guess, but maybe not. We'll just see how it goes. And, of course, yeah. during Batman 50, we find out it was a no-go. And yeah. then Tom King goes to DC again. He's like, hey, I want to change Batman forever. He's like, yeah, 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 we already know that. No, 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 but this time I want to kill Alfred. Ooh, that's something yeah. interesting. But if you do that, you definitely can't do Catwoman. Because... You know, just the greater of two evils, I guess, in the sense of how Batman is yeah, as a character. You know, the whole Batman can't be happy or things like mm-hmm. that. So, I just think it has to be one or the other. Having both would be, like, I wouldn't say killing Alfred would be happy or good. Yeah. But if Tom King was able to talk DC into having both, that's yeah. pretty impressive. I I actually can easily see it to be honest. 
One, because Tom King, in a bunch of interviews that I've seen him talk about just what's happening, DC is kind of letting him do whatever he wants. I mean, he even talked he talked about that joke in that recent podcast with, um, I'm forgetting his name, Word Balloon. Uh, John. John. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his last I name. I forget his last name, yeah. but it, the Word Balloon podcast. He made a joke that, you know, on a drunken night, freaking Dan Didio was like, hey, man, if you want to kill that little girl in the Superman story, you go right ahead. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're cool with him killing kids. So, like, I feel like, yeah, you might do Alfred, whatever. But I just, it would be really weird. And, I mean, I mean, they did it at 50. But now that I know where the story is going, I can see why 50 mattered, them not getting married. But you're doing a whole Batcat book? Like, I feel like they got to end up together at that point. They, and especially if they're going to take back Gotham together, mm-hmm. I think it's a huge symbolism to, like, hey, these two people are stronger together. And it's finally breaking that mold of Batman has to do everything alone. Yeah. And so. But I will say this this book definitely sets up your one line that you want Catwoman to have. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to put it on my podcast because I don't want anybody to steal it from me. But I will call it out if it does happen. There's just this one thing I want to happen in with between Batman, like Bruce, I mean, not Bruce, but like, well, yeah, that too. But Catwoman and Damien, there's something specific I want to happen. From a previous issue, if you if you read the preludes to the wedding, I just they had this really great conversation, and I just want there to be a better relationship between Damien and Catwoman because they're both like they're part of the Bat family, but they're kind of like the outcasts because they both have like tr- not troubled past. I would say Red Hood has a troubled past, but they're both kind of like they don't play by the rules, and like some people kind of question their motives sometimes because they're like, man, you can break at any moment. Like yeah. we're weary about. And you. you know your your comment about Jason red hood i will say i feel like if he found out what happened in gotham he would be super jealous because that whole point of when red hood first made his scene in under the red hood the story was that he wanted to he wanted organized crime so that way it could you know it, it was basically uh keep the chaos in a formal manner and bane has legitimately been able to do that with the help of Psycho Pirate. Yeah, and and I also feel like, although he would be jealous, and currently right now, from the last Red Hood that I read, I'm not caught up with it, He was he's not on Batman's good side, and he doesn't care about Batman, and he was basically trying to do what Bane's doing by taking over the Iceberg Lounge and trying to run his own crime organization. I believe you said he's been kicked out since then, though? I believe so. He, he didn't necessarily get kicked out. Um, I actually think he gave it to one of the henchwomen that he had made oh, friends okay. with. Uh, recently, and he basically gave the iceberg lounge to her. Okay, so I also feel like, yeah, he might be jealous of it, but at the same time, like deep down, because Red Hood is always that character that, like, I'm gonna push the limits, but I'm still like, I care about you, you know? Like, he won't ever admit it, but that's just kind of what he does. I feel like he'd be the one to be like, no, 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 if anybody's gonna take over Gotham, it's gonna be me. And I feel like he would have done something Damien would have done. And just went in there guns blazing and trying to take over stuff, you know? Yeah, which is uh, very interesting to see where he actually is. I know that Batman, yeah. well, Tom King's Batman, uh, is very loosely in continuity uh, mm-hmm. as far as, like, where it all meshes up. And King has stated before, about, like, two years ago when Metal was going on, where his run really met up with everybody else's. Yeah. But since then, they haven't really commented on that. But yeah. it would be interested to see if Jason becomes, you know, uh, a player in this city of Bang. So one thing that's random that I do want to point out is uh, one of my, my favorite panels is when 
Robin, or I should say Damien, takes out Gotham Girl. Because uh, if you guys haven't read the comic, and I don't think I showed it in my video, I might have. But there's this panel of the way he beats Gotham Girl, because she can take out the Justice League. If you guys know nothing about Gotham Girl, she is as powerful as the Justice League. We saw her brother fight the whole Justice League, and he took him to the limits, but he ultimately lost. Uh, it actually, he died, right? He fought to his death, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, he basically fought to his death. Um, he has since like was temporarily resurrected. Yeah, um, that was weird, through the but... price for mm -hmm. the uh, Batman Flash crossover, second crossover. Uh, yeah. But since then, we have not seen him. Uh, yeah, because I think so, he died again. So she's su she's super strong, basically. But the way I mean, Damian Wayne had said in a previous issue, he's like supers are easy. Basically, he could just take them out. And if you've ever read Batman before, you know Batman has plans to take out everybody. Well, Damien, he did something very interesting here, and he went the magic route, and he ended up putting chains around Gotham Girl, and she wasn't able to do anything. And he was like, see, like I said, uh, you know, supers are easy. And the interesting thing was, he does say something, he was all, uh, you know, the way you do this is you draw a circle, you make some stars, uh, you chat with the demon, blah, 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 my soul, blah, 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 presto changeo. And uh, I thought that was really interesting, because I wonder if that's like a loophole later, like if Damien dies... Like, his soul just goes to somebody, and maybe he's not technically dead because somebody owns it. Huh, that'll be interesting. That be I didn't interesting. even notice that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you it was probably a quick it. read for anybody yeah. who does this. But yeah. also, something that also comes up is Damien said that superheroes are easy, and he's using magic. So, yeah. is this a, you know, a weakness of Gotham Girl that we've never seen before? That she is able to get contained with magic and may help later down the road. So yeah. that's also interesting. Could yeah, it could, could be. I mean, those chains just look awesome. But I, I love that he went that route. Also, one if you guys have never read Tom King stuff, he does this one thing in his writing that some people hate. I absolutely love it, but he puts songs in his writing. Were you able to listen to that song while reading this? I wasn't. Not this time. Okay. I have done it in so, the past, but I wasn't able yeah. to do it this time. So this is probably the best one I've ever heard. It's a very classic French song, and I can't even tell you the name because I don't even know how to say it. But if you hear it, you're just like, oh, my God, everybody's heard that song. It's very classic. It's in all, like, French movies or anytime somebody goes to Paris. It's probably that song that's playing. Mm -hmm. Very iconic. But it makes that those scenes with Bruce and Selena so much better. And even when you're just reading the other stuff going on in Gotham, still sounds pretty awesome. So I highly recommend that. Um, but yeah, so that's basically what happened. So the biggest thing that happened in this issue was Alfred gets his neck snapped. I've been off Twitter. For those of you that don't know, I made one post on Twitter. I'm mainly on Instagram now on YouTube. But how has it, the internet been taking this? Because I'm not on Twitter, and Twitter is the one place everybody cries. Is everybody boycotting Tom King? No, I mean, I mean to be completely honest, people have been boycotting Tom King for quite some yeah. time. Uh, but in all honesty, from the things that I have seen, I've only seen once, uh, actually my co-host Mark pointed it out, mm -hmm. uh, somebody actually posted the actual neck snap yeah. on Twitter, but wow. he actually posted it from a, uh, torrent or like mm -hmm. a, like one of those websites and you can yeah, clearly yeah. see it says like read comics dot whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and Mark called him out on it. It's, you know, if you want to pirate comics, you know, be subtle about it and things like that. But it did yeah. start a thread about like, oh my gosh, what's going on? You know, is mm -hmm. is it really true? 
Um, you know, most people think it's a swerve as far as like if he's really dead or not. And let's let's jump into that. I mean, do you think that Alfred's really dead? And if he's not really dead, is it a cop out? I think if he's not dead, it's a cop out. Um, yeah, I would agree. You know, we agree. go to the same comic shop. This book has sold out, and it's going yeah. to sell out. And I can probably look right now, and it's probably selling for even more on eBay. Yeah, probably. But somebody brought a very good theory out for Alfred. All right, let's so, because I have a couple myself. I'm not really sure if Bane would totally be up for it because at this point he's pretty much like f Batman. I'm doing whatever yeah. I want. But with his partner being Thomas Wayne and actually caring about Bruce and Bruce's family. Mm-hmm. He may be able to convince Bane to do certain things. What brings up the point is that this may not even be Alfred. Who do you, you think it's like Clayface? A lot of people are saying Clayface. Because yeah. we have seen... I think since, everybody knows that from the game. Well, because of the game, exactly. but also because of the route Clayface has made since Rebirth, going mm-hmm. in a little bit of a more heroic, more good guy fashion... And then later on, because of some drama yeah. and detective, he went his separate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he might actually be willing to mess with Batman after all that drama and detective comics. And, yeah. you know, say, hey, if we can mess with his family and, you know, screw with their mind even more, yeah, I'll turn into this guy. And, you know, you can snap my neck, quote unquote. Yeah. So I, I would, yeah, I man, could, I, I could know. see that happening. Yeah. But if it was Clayface, I believe that is a definite cop-out. Yeah, I think it is a cop-out. I mean, the only thing I could... It's not even salvageable, but if it is Clayface, the only thing I would prefer is that he's not a bad person to, like, hurt Damien, but, like, Thomas Wayne was like, hey, I need your help, blah, blah. Like, we gotta kill Alfred, but I need you to pretend that you're Alfred. And Clayface is still actually a good guy. So you think that Bane doesn't even know? Yeah. I think, because I think if Thomas Wayne has this end goal, why would he start killing the people Bruce loves? He's eventually just going to end up still being Batman. Like, that would be, that's kind of counterproductive in my opinion. Because I'm trying to break him. I just feel like both Bane and Thomas kind of have the same mentality. We need to remember that Flashpoint Batman is not Batman. He is a guy with a gun that just kills people to, you know, basically ease his pain from when Bruce died when, you know, after that night at the theater. You know, he is so much different from Batman. And so I just think that at some point he would just be like, you know what, if you don't want to be Bruce and have a good life, then I'm going to force it out of you. And I honestly think that there is a possibility that he would go to those links, you know, kill Alfred, possibly kill Damien with your theory of blah, 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 my soul. And then Damien's not really dead that like that. I feel I hope that it's not like this line of cop outs of like, oh, you're dead. You're yeah, dead. You're dead. Oh, never mind. Everybody's alive. So, yeah, I don't I don't want it to be Clayface. Let me make that very clear. <laughs> I don't want it to be Clayface because I feel like that's been done multiple times. For sure. And it's just like that's that's kind of the go-to. Or Lazarus Pit, Lazarus Pit. Everybody always says that, well, too. you know, we were introduced to a different pit. So my theory, you know, in the sense of will Bruce 
go over the edge to kill Bane, kill Bane in order to bring back Alfred. Because that's what that new pit is for. You sacrifice a life to bring back another. So that's that would be my theory if this is real. I could see that happening because that is a brand new pit. We know that Snyder introduced a new pit, which was called Dynesium, which is basically the Lazarus pit without the, like, I'm going crazy symptoms. And so that's how Batman was able to basically regenerate to his, like, 20-year-old body. He's still the same age, but he's got, like, a 20-year-old body, basically. Yeah. Or he's the prime Batman or whatever Alfred says in that book. So there's a bunch of these random-ass, like, uh, Lazarus pits out there. And we got a new one in this series where if you kill somebody you can bring somebody else back. And they were going to do that with Martha. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see like a last-ditch redemption for uh, Thomas because he's the only other one that knows where that pit's at, taking Alfred's body over there and killing himself to bring back Alfred. Ooh. That could be something like, hey, I'm sorry, son, blah, blah. Like when Batman takes the city back, because you know he's eventually going to have to do this. He's, yeah. No, there's no way. And we've seen artwork for 83, right, where he's like picking up Bane to like break his back. Yeah. So, um, you, we, we know this. this is one thing you know about comic books. The hero usually wins in the end, whether it takes a hundred issues or four issues, yeah. the hero usually wins in the end. So yeah, so that could be something there. And I'm, I don't know, man, there, there is, I, I feel like those are the theories that we've definitely talked about. Everybody does have, uh, you know, the Clayface thing, everybody's like, oh, it's Earth 2 Alfred, or I, I just think nothing really works. I think Alfred needs to die here. The, your theory of him going to that pit is probably the probably the one I would like the most, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, especially if it goes the way where, you know, maybe Thomas kills himself to bring back Alfred. That'd be great. But I, I honestly, because, so, so I read this comment on, uh, it was like Tom King's Instagram post, because I, I, I love reading people's comments when there's controversy, because some people are just so ridiculous. But somebody said, you know, people were complaining, like, how could you, blah, blah, blah. And one comment was just like, People want dark stories, but they don't want the dark consequences. And that I was like, so true. true. Yeah. And I, somebody, and I was talking to a friend of mine to his, to the, uh, today, uh, just talking about this story. She, she loves comics too, but she, she doesn't have time to read them. So I was telling her, I was like, Alfred died. And she was like, what? And uh, she was like, I don't know how, she was like, do you like that he died? Or I was like, as a reader, as a long time Batman reader, that was unexpected. And I was just I I was just like whoa, but I kind of liked it because you wouldn't think it would go there, and I it, appreciate it was that. it was unexpected to be completely honest. You know, the the very big cliche with all of these books, whether it be in Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, any superhero book, is that the villain takes the loved one and threatens their life, and they always get saved in the nick of time. Or, you know, there it, there is a swerve at the very end to make it look like they died, but instead it was actually this. But it's usually by the time, you know, three pa- panels down or whatever. This, being a cliffhanger like that, it feels like, oh crap, this may actually be something that can't be changed. So, it wasn't expected. And, and like you said, everybody wants that dark like consequential story that's going to be like oh man this is going to change the dc universe forever but then they realize oh crap this is going to change the dc universe forever you know they a lot of us don't really 
because I'll admit there's some things that are have been like that that have definitely for me I've gone both ways uh you know with Superman rebirth you know there was the whole thing with bringing uh his well the the other Superman and his father back and the whole thing with Mr. Oz and the Watchmen and like all these different things coming into rebirth and it's like cool but because delays, because of different stories, because of new writers and, you know, changing different things, it has made a mess of things. And so something that I really, really liked, kind of just like, oh, crap, you know, backpedal, 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 and you can't. So with this, I think because it was Alfred, if it would have been Damien, uh, that's already been done before. Yeah. Blah. Yeah, totally. If it was Catwoman... Ugh, I would have died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like. I just don't know who else it could have been. Nightwing's already been shot. Jason's died before. Uh, things have happened to Batgirl. Damien. I I think Tim is the only hero from the Bat family that hasn't been hurt on his person. Seriously, because yeah. his dad has died before, or his parents have died yeah. before in certain continuities. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think Tim is like the only one that has been sheltered from basically being mentally stable or damaged, really. So and I feel like that's why a lot of people ignore him, to be honest. Because like when people that could be true. bring up Tim Drake, I'm like, what's so special about him? <laughs> like I always, I always say that. I'm like, nothing bad's happened to him. He's had a good life. I, I mean, <laughs> you know? I mean, being the next UPS driver is pretty bad. Oh god, we, don't, <laughs> I, we can, actually we'll talk about that in a little bit because that is something too. It's it's Batman universe. It's interesting because I have not met anybody that has liked that. We'll talk. What remind me in a little bit? We'll touch on yeah, that. For so sure. we'll go ahead and start closing this out for this issue. But in so, I mean, oh man, it's just so hard because I. I want this. I don't want it to be permanent because I love Alfred, and I would hate to not have Alfred, especially if Batcat like do get married. I would love to see that, just like the quips and stuff he would have, or whatever he could like, you know, probably like, oh, are there gonna be grandkids or whatever, and you know, Catwoman, whoa, 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 you know, whatever. And um, it would just be interesting to see the family dynamic and have a full family. Um, but I will say, as a reader, as somebody that loves a good story. I don't want this to be a cop-out so bad. I'll be okay with, like I said, if somebody sacrifices himself to bring back Alfred, I'll be okay with that. I won't consider that a cop-out because you kind of, I mean, like everybody says, it's a comic book. Nobody dies forever. But see, the only way for me for it to not be a cop-out, let's say our theory of Clayface. If it's revealed to be Clayface, like immediately, cop-out. But let's say, you know, Several issues down the line, we still think Alfred is dead. And all of a sudden, something happens to where Alfred is the one to save somebody. And you're like, holy crap, where did you come from? And that shows like a flashback of like the dead Alfred in the chair turning into Clayface. That would be cool. That wouldn't be a cop out. I feel like that would be kind of cool, especially if it went to the point where Damien and Alfred somehow communicated that, that would be pretty awesome. So then Damien, you know, kind of like, because or if Alfred came up with the whole idea, yeah. like that would be cool with that too. But um, because he maybe he knew Damien so well that he knew he was going to break that rule. Yeah. So they come up with something. That would be awesome. I like that idea too. So I wouldn't consider that a cop-out either. 
Um, but again, the one the one of the reasons why um, what was I gonna say? Because you were talking about Damien possibly going down that road, and I've already seen other headlines being like, "Oh, did Tom King just start the Damien six 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 or Batman six six six, whatever?" Yeah, like whole storyline. I don't really think Tom King. I mean, th- that could be the storyline somebody writes for Damien, but I just feel like Tom King. When you think he's about to do the most obvious thing, he doesn't. Like, I mean, I was proven wrong. I thought Batman was going to be rising out of that pit, and it wasn't Batman. Yeah. It was Flashpoint Batman, but I was like, oh, crap. I thought that was the most obvious thing ever. I was like, oh, he's rising. Come on. That is the most Dark Knight thing ever. Yeah. And no, he was on a mountain and got beat up by some, like, Random kids. Dudes. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, what? Like, I wasn't expecting that, but... I feel like Tom King never, like, he wants you to think you're going in a certain way, and he's like, watch out, and he just changes it on you. And it's for the better, in my opinion. So, uh, of course, some people would be like, no way, man. But I don't listen to those people. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, you know, I think it's awesome. It's not something we've read before. Like I said, Gotham has never been taken over like this. And I really appreciate that Bane stuck to his word. If a Bat family member came into the city, Alfred died. And so I really appreciate it. Instead of being like, we're going to give you one more chance to get out of Gotham and your buddy stays alive. Like, I, I'm just glad that they actually did it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that's pretty awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there are those theories there. I just really hope it's not like, oh, that was Clayface. I hope it's something more intriguing. And I, I feel like Tom King has been planning this for so long that I don't think it would be a big miss like that. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's not a big miss like that. But we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but yeah, man, I, what did you think of the issue overall? Cause I know you said at first you thought it was kind of stupid or whatever. At first, but... I, like I said, I thought it was dumb. I thought it was stupid because I thought it was just one of those gimmicks, you know, everybody out there who is not the biggest Tom King fan will see this as a tactic to get Batman sales back up. Mm-hmm. And I, which I think is stupid. I think it's stupid, but it's, it's something that's going to be said. That's just the way it is with these books, Uh, especially when, you know, Tom King's Batman book has been in the top 10 per unit sold for the past three years. So for it to be dropped down to like 11, 12 or whatever last month, it is definitely going back up with this issue. Um, And then other people will say, oh, it's only because there was a death of Alfred, blah, 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 blah. Um and which case, you know, yeah, so what? But it sold books. Uh, and that's really what DC is looking for. But as long as Tom King sticks to his guns, sticks to the story, and makes it worth it, then that argument is completely invalid. Yeah, and, and what a lot of people don't understand is this book was probably drawn like a month ago. Yeah. So they don't just change stuff. They have, if it's super controversial, like Bat Dick, but, you know... This has been in the works forever. Like, the artists have to know these notes. Like, you don't just make awesome artwork like this in one day. So, um, I always think that that whole thing is kind of dumb. But, it, like you said, it will be said. It's the internet. They'll say everything. I absolutely love this issue. I've actually read it, like, three or four times. not going to lie. <laughs> Especially when I put that music on. Like, I was just like, oh, this is this is awesome. I got to listen to this. I got to read this again. So, that was really cool. I appreciate the craziness of it. The artwork was amazing. But, man, I'm not going to lie. Like, I got hit in the feels 
when Bruce and Selena were just like talking and just being normal in like Paris. Like, yeah, they're talking about he's like, I got to go back. Like, I'm going to die. But she's just like, you're dumb. I'm not going to let you do that. And she's just this strong ass woman telling this broken ass man, like, we're going to do this together and I'm going to show you about revenge. And I was just like, oh, man, like, it's just really cool because usually it's the opposite. It's always Batman picking up Cat. And if you read Catwoman recently, like I told you, she's had those mentalities of, like, she wishes he would save her sometimes. Yeah. Um, even though she's very capable of taking care of herself, it's just, I think that's relationship, that's human longing. Sometimes you just want that person that's always there for you to be there for you. Yeah. And I've absolutely loved this. I know some people are like, oh, it's too mushy for me, 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 me. <laughs> well, Which I think is dumb, but, you know, it's to each their own. Yeah, and, you know, this kind of brings up something that I've recently seen um, in the Batman Hush movie, just because of, like, how Catwoman reacted in that book, you know, with spoilers for that movie. If you don't want to listen to this, you know, skip ahead about, like, 20 seconds or whatever, five minutes. She ends up cutting the line so that Hush slash Riddler dies. And they have that big argument of whether it needed to happen or not. And, you know, you know how Bruce is way too soft on things that he, she knows will just keep on happening. And that's really the argument for Batman and his rogues is, oh, he's going to keep throwing him in Arkham and they're just going to keep escaping and doing whatever they want to. So, you know, with that, that's kind of transferring into here. And she does say, you know, you know, we're going to do this together. I'll teach you about revenge. And I kind of feel like that mentality of what she had in Hush is basically going into here because, hey, you know, you want Bane to be done and, and, and you know, stopped, then this is how we're going to do it. Your, pl your, your ways just aren't going to work right now. You have to go, you know, you have to play a little dirty. You have to go on my side and see how I do things, and that way you'll be able to beat him, basically. Yeah, and I'm kind of hoping we get the opposite of what happened in Hush. I'm hoping Batman gets close to that limit, kind of like you saw with KG Beast. Yeah. And he's just beating the shit out of her. I mean, beating the shit out of Bane. And then she comes in maybe with the whip and just, like, holds his hand back. And she's like, that's enough. Like, that would be kind of cool in my opinion. Because, again, she's there to be that support system for him. Like, and I don't know. I'd, I'd be cool with that. I think I think it'll I, definitely go that way. Um, just because of how and where Tom King is taking Batman and Catwoman. Um, so I think it will end up in that kind of fashion for sure totally excited for the next issues because of what just happened but it's also going to be drawn by clay man super excited about that because i don't think he's just doing covers right he's actually doing i the think artwork. he is doing interiors yeah yeah so i'm super excited about but that but it you guys may be it is. may just be like this and have it to where uh clay man will do some parts of the issue and then tony daniels will still be a part of the bat cat part of the book which I'd be totally fine with. So um, really excited for that. But before we move on to the Damien game, Clay brought it up. So something really big is happening. Clay has way more information on this because I don't know why he actually reads these books. <laughs> uh, but there, what is this happening in? So, so go ahead and I'll let you take this part so of the podcast. In Young Justice, of course, Brian Michael Bendis came uh, onto the DC scene and created this... Um, uh, what was the label? Is it Wonder something? Uh, 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 Wonder Comics? Yeah, yeah, Wonder Comics. And he helped 
bring out Wonder Twins, Dial H, Young Justice, and I think those are the three for for that. Uh, what is what's her name in Wonder oh, Comics? Oh, Na- and Naomi. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So those yeah. four books. Dial H for Hero, by the way, people is awesome. Yes, Sam Humphries is doing a really good job on that book. It's really, really fun. If you just want a fun, pure joy book, that's the book to go to. Um, Yeah, love that book. But it was announced a couple months ago that Brian Michael Bendis was going to change the name of Tim Drake's Robin. And, of course, everybody's like, oh, he's just trying to make hype, and it's just going to be Red Robin again. Um which I was like, okay, you know, that swerve is going to be really dumb just to sell books or whatever. The name was not announced, but the the costume change was announced. And ladies and gentlemen, we as a DC fandom have a Wolverine. We finally have a Wolverine in our universe. An OG Wolverine. OG brown suit Wolverine. It looks yeah. so disgusting. Um, yeah. and well, do you think the suit looks bad or the color scheme? Because I think I, the I'm okay color with the suit, like honestly, I think the color scheme was a really bad choice. I don't know if it was you or another friend, but I think they were just like, Hey, you know, copying a sparrow. Or, yeah, they were Brindis was yeah. basically like, Hey, you need to draw Robin like a sparrow because yeah, the I, I name so. Sparrow has been rumored, it hasn't been confirmed yet. I thought it was confirmed. It's still a rumor as of right now. Oh, it's a ru- okay, okay. Yeah, I thought it was confirmed. It's still a rumor, but I think that's the name he's going for. And so when I heard that, it totally makes sense for yeah. Bendis to be like, hey, this is his name. This is his costume. And so the colorists and artists were just like, all right, shit brown right now. Let's do it. And <laughs> Dude, it's, it's – it's, oh, it looks so ugly. I think I uh, – I think I have a picture of it on my Instagram for Bat from the Box. So if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, go to Instagram, Bat from the Box. There's a photo of it on there. Yeah, and I was actually the one who sent him the one that was on your story for the day that somebody photoshopped Uh, the UPS uh, symbol onto his chest. It was hilarious. It fits so well. It really does. It fits so well. And and the thing is, you know, what Bendis is really good at because he did the same thing for Naomi. He writes his books for trades. So he'll be like, okay, I'm going to give somebody six scripts. They're going to draw it out. And then, you know, that's the story. Six issue arcs. And then also, in those scripts, he makes at least one or two things that are going to be collectible for people who collect comics. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. Yes. So for that... He has to change things for every character in Young Justice. That's just something. It's too big of a team to focus on one character. So he brought back uh, uh, Connor Kent from, you know, pre-New 52. So he brought him back. He brought Impulse back. Well, actually, that was Williamson that brought him back. But, um, you know, just doing all these different things with characters. Um, I think he's already changed Wonder Girl a little bit. Um, he created the character, uh, Jenna Hex, I think is her name, uh, which is like the granddaughter of Jonah Hex. That's in his Batman story, right? In his Walmart Batman book. That is, that is technically her first appearance, but. Which I started reading that, by the way. 
just because I saw somebody show like a new Batman suit and I was like, damn it, I need to know what that is for future videos. So I have to read that series, which is unfortunate. And what do you think so far? Still crazy? I mean, it's it's just, it's very campy. Like, it it is like very he, campy. He belongs in the golden and age. And see, the thing is, Mark has made this comment before. He doesn't believe Bendis will get the Batman book because he thinks the one Batman story Bendis wanted wanted to tell was in the Walmart story. I think Bendis can pull whatever out of his ass to make it Batman. And it's unfortunate, but I, I honestly believe that's the route they're going. Um, uh, I hope not. <laughs> uh, when are we going to get that announcement? That should be happening soon. It though, should right? be happening soon just because the solicits for December should be coming out sometime in September, I believe. Yeah. But to be honest, they don't even need a head writer if they want to wait till 100 because then you could just do 12-issue one-shots if you want to do that, which would be terrible. It would be terrible. In my opinion. And honestly, if you're waiting until 100 and it's going monthly, mm-hmm. that's a whole year without without a, exactly. without a a Batman writer, which I think would be horrible. Um, just because there's so m- I didn't realize how DC fandom, how much they love continuity. Mm-hmm. Whenever it, hell yeah, like for sure. Whenever it comes to just reading comics and Marvel, I feel like they can just read fun books because that's what I do. I just read fun books uh, when it comes to Marvel. But when it comes to DC, I want everything to connect in some way, which is really funny mm-hmm. because that's really how DC, uh, how Marvel has made their movies, and DC has made it more fleshed out to do whatever. Um, but DC fandom loves their continuity, so. You know, going back to where we were with this Robin thing and Batman thing, Bendis, his his Batman run, I don't want it to happen, but I just feel like he is making those seeds, dropping those seeds with Robin in Young Justice to quite possibly make something in the future for his Batman run. Yeah. Um, but <sighs> Tim Drake does have a brown suit. Um, it doesn't yeah. look great. Um he looks very, very weird without a cape. Yeah. I think that's what's weirded out. You know, we were talking about how... Yeah, maybe, that might be it, too. His, but I mean, Nightwing doesn't have a cape, though. Nightwing doesn't, but that's Nightwing. Robin, yeah. whether he's been Red Robin, the different outfits of Red Robin, he has had some mm-hmm. sort of arm cape. thing or something cape-wise. Because yeah. in the New 52, he had the wings... That was yeah. an awesome, awesome thing to do. I love the wings. Yeah. Um, I thought that was cool. And then on Red Robin, Red Robin has changed twice. Um, he had the regular black and red with the uh, Sandman mask. type mask. Didn't like that. Yeah, it was Didn't a little like weird. Um, yeah. Francis Manipool was the one to first do his series. Um, so I like the art from Francis Manipool with that. But the overall concept of it, I thought it was weird. But and then he went back to the domino mask as Red Robin. I really like that. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how that goes, ladies and gentlemen. It it looks pretty terrible. I'm hoping that it's not a like, oh, I'm setting this up for future stuff. Uh if his name's Sparrow, I don't hate the name. I just the color scheme's terrible. I know we we mentioned I mentioned Cardinal, like, but I completely like subconsciously forgot that you had sent me that thing where where Thomas said that they should just be called Cardinal. And I was just like, oh, yeah, it even snapped. Yeah. Um, because it's just like, that's the most, like, second most famous bird that I think. But I was going to be like, oh, Blue Jay, but that's already what's her name. Yeah, that's already Harper. So, yep. 
Yeah, so you can't just, you know, we're running out of birds. So <laughs> Flamingo. Like Sparrow is just like, yeah. Comes out in pink. So so we'll, we'll see what happens. But So that's it. So just a rundown of some of the other stuff that happened this week in comics. Nightwing, st- I'm not reading it. I skimmed through it, but it's pretty interesting what's happening because uh, the Talon is back, and it looks like he is going after Nightwing, or he's kind of hunting him down, or he's kind of going after the people that are close to him. So the story is somewhat interesting. I still don't want to pick up the book. I'll, I'll read it here and there. But it's just, I can't, I cannot do Rick Grayson. It's just one of the worst things in comics right now. I don't care how interesting the story is. His name's Dick Grayson. And then until that comes back, I just, I don't want to buy that book, unfortunately. And then there was also a Black Mask one-shot, which is, these are for the um, Year of the Villain. There's going to be a lot of these coming out. But they're worth reading if you know if you got some cash to throw around because this one has an interesting origin of Black Mask's childhood. Uh, apparently, his parents were rich, uh, and that's kind of probably how he got his wealth. He actually met Bruce Wayne when they were young, uh, and his obsession with makeup or masks comes from his parents actually like beating him and stuff. Oh, oh. My phone's going off, uh, but uh, bad podcast etiquette. But uh, it comes from his parents like beating him and stuff, and then they would put makeup on him to cover up his bruises and stuff. And so you see this in the comic later that he like he's just very good with prosthetics. So I thought that was really cool. I always love finding out little unique things about characters. So I'm excited about these one-shots because it might just add to some of their origins. But, you know, this podcast is getting close to an hour mark, and the one thing I did want to talk about is the canceled Damian Wayne game. There are these images going around on the internet. Everybody's waiting for the next... I don't... Are we even, like, confirmed that it's a Batman game? See, that's the thing. So it went from the very ending of Arkham Knight teasing that there was some sort of bat-like character still in Ark in uh, mm-hmm. Gotham protecting citizens so we immediately thought oh Batman game is coming up next it may take three to four years but it's coming it never did there has always been a Superman uh, game rumored uh, and some sort of uh, gaming art or concept art has floated around from there, but it has been denied or whatever. Then there was rumors of them, uh, Rocksteady, completely making a Justice League-type game. Uh, so that way uh, they can do stuff with Wonder Woman, they could do stuff with The Flash. A very popular rumor-slash-request from fans would be a Green Arrow game because of how well the Arkham games were and the popularity of the show Arrow. Ugh. Uh, Man, an Arrow game with like Tomb Raider or um, what is it? Horizon Zero Dawn's mechanics with the bow and arrow yeah. would be amazing. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! And so then it came back to a rumored Batman game because rumors of a Court of Owl Court of Owls storyline came up. Court of Owls or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that kind of showed up this past year. So. Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. That came from a photo of a shirt. Yes. Of somebody that apparently works at WB Games. Uh, Montreal. Had a shirt. W- yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a shirt with an owl on it. Some people were like, that's a Harry Potter shirt. Uh, others were like, it looks very similar to the Court of Owls one. Mm-hmm. And so there's plenty, plenty of rumors coming out for this. Um, one of, I mean, these aren't even rumors, but actual artwork of a canceled you know, Rocksteady, or is it not? Is it Rocksteady or is it WB Montreal? I'm I, one of those companies. Um, I forget which one it is, so don't quote me on that. Let but there were actually artwork 
of a game that was in the work. So if you guys don't know how movies work or how video games work, they always bring in an artist to do concept art to actually be like, this is what we want it to look like. So they released or somebody leaked them. I don't really know what happened, but they're on the internet of basically a game that was supposed to take place 10 years after the last one. And it was supposed to star Damian Wayne. And it had like these different versions of characters like it was an older like two-face there was a like a lady black mask and just it was just very interesting uh character designs for these new people that would you would assume damian wayne the new batman was going to be taking on in this game and gotham was like destroyed like wayne manor was destroyed it was like falling apart and the city said like the end is near and it just looked like a very post-apocalyptic kind of game or the city just hasn't had a hero in so long so that would have been really cool to play something like that. But again, it's scrapped. That is not going to be happening anymore. But I thought the concept art was really cool. I will be posting those photos on my Instagram from Bat from the Box. So definitely go check that out. Um, but yeah, uh, so I mean, would this have been something? Obviously, I think we would have both played this. But what do you think of the concept of that? The concept sounds really, really cool. Just because of how chaotic uh, the Arkham Knight ended. Um, Mm -hmm. with, you know, Bruce Wayne's identity was out there in the open. Um, One thing that the very ending of that uh, game did was tease a Superman game because Lex Luthor was in a Um, Mm cutscene. So uh, that was another thing that I was wanting to point out. But because of the... I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, so... Oh, was it when he's in your... When you're in the office and you're answering... You're you're listening to the answering machine? No, no, no. So he was... At the very, very end, when he's in, like, the gurney with uh, uh-huh. with Scarecrow, like, about to inject him with all the stuff and have him overdose and, like, pull his mask yeah. and everything, and you see all the screens, um, mm-hmm. you see one of the TV screens, like, with the crowd uh, basically broadcasting the footage that Scarecrow is sharing to see Bruce Wayne's identity, and they mention Lex Luthor, and you see, like, the uh. back of a bald guy's head. Um, okay. But yeah, because I know that he leaves a message on Bruce Wayne's answering machine, too. Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, so. of course, all the henchmen uh, hint at different uh, characters in the DC universe yeah, Flash, sure. Superman, all those. Mm-hmm. Um, but this would have been very, very cool. I did just look at the concept art they did show, uh, which is really funny. I don't know if that was Damien or Dick Grayson that it said it was. Um, oh, but yeah, there's yeah. like yeah, it just looks like an older version of somebody. There is a uh, like somebody who has a shaved head, which I thought is really yeah. funny considering uh, that Rick guy, whoever he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Has a shaved, has head, a shaved right head right now, yeah. and it actually, if you look at the very corner and zoom in, I'm actually gonna zoom in real quick here. Mm-hmm. It does say Dick Grayson. He looks exactly oh, okay. like so Rick Grayson. I, I stand corrected there. Um, but there was a rumor of a Damien game. Yes, it, it so was definitely a, was a Damien game. Uh, I would have, I would have played the heck out of it. Uh, I would have loved the kind of, I guess, intro to Damien because we did, like I said, uh, see Talia Al Ghul uh, in Arkham City with Roz, and you know, bringing that up to introduce Damien, I thought would have been really, really cool. Uh, so I th- I think it would have been really, really cool because a lot of people didn't play Arkham Origins because it wasn't made by Rocksteady, which I also looked up. The games were made by both Rocksteady and uh, 
Warner Brothers. Uh, yeah. Uh, Montreal. Yeah, Montreal. Um, so it wasn't made by uh, Rocksteady. I I think it was made by. Gosh, I can't even remember who made that one. Uh, yeah. But that one did have Black Mask, and it introduced yeah. some sort of origin for Joker. Mm-hmm. But you know, to introduce, I actually like that game. Uh, I thought it was dope. Yeah, I loved it. I got it like opening, uh, like opening night. Had the best boss battles. It actually had boss battles. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I I yeah. really uh, enjoyed the Black Mask story. Seeing a female Black Mask changing things up a little bit, and a yeah. really weird like, I think one. Poison Ivy. Yeah, I think it was Poison Ivy yeah. was the concept art of that. It's really weird mm-hmm. because it looks like Poison Ivy, but also a female Joker like, like hybrid. Joker. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think the concept would have been really cool. Uh, yeah. to see maybe a you know Batman 666 type storyline mm-hmm. in an Arkham game. That would have been really cool. Another thing that came out was there was this uh, screenshot going around that there were these placeholders on Amazon saying that they have a, like was it like a WB game or something coming out soon that was going to be released. And a lot of people were just being like, oh, this is totally going to be the Batman game. And uh, they were saying that it was going to get announced at Gamescom, which, if I'm not mistaken, has passed already. I don't think it's... Uh, I think it's already passed, so obviously there has been no announcement. Um, but if it hasn't passed, WB wasn't even going to be there. So uh, there's just no way that that was going to happen unless they were going to be like a secret like entry or something like that. But usually, when you're going to promote a new game, you're like, hey, I'm going to be here. Everybody tune in so you can get maximum exposure. And, uh, yeah, but apparently that photo that was going around was actually from a Redditor, and apparently that person does not have the best track record and is known for trying to start, like, fake hoaxes and stuff like that. So there was no really truth to that. There is no, still nothing about the next Batman game, if there is even going to be a Batman game. And my thing is, I think they're definitely holding out for PS5 or the next Xbox or PC or whatever. So I don't think we'll see it anytime soon. I think it's it's like GTA. It's like all these other games that we want very bad. They're waiting for the next console, and I think I think once these new consoles come out, we're gonna have a whole bunch of titles because people have been working on these games forever, which is gonna suck because you're just gonna be like, oh, you're gonna want to play all of them. That's how I am. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know if we're gonna get a Batman game announcement. We're still gonna be waiting for a long time, uh, but I will play the hell out of that when it actually happens. So. I don't know. Uh, but I think that's uh, pretty much it for this first ever Batman News Weekly. So, Clay, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you because I'm no longer on the Twitter game, so I don't have a lot of <laughs> well, stuff to say. you can find me at Fanboy Clay uh, on Twitter. You can find my personal podcast at Fanboy Comics Pod on Twitter as well. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, I just did a giant story uh, from my visit to Disney World recently. Nice. Uh, I gotta check that out. And then uh, I also do a little bit of spray painting that I post on there as well. Uh, but you can also listen to me on my uh, co-host uh, podcast called Comic Book Legion Podcast. Uh, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, whether that be Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, uh, just search Comic Book Legion. You should be able to find us. Uh, and we also have a website if you want, uh, or if you're interested in doing reviews, writing reviews, uh, or just reading reviews. Uh, Comic Book Legion is a really good spot uh, to read all about the new stuff. Yeah, definitely go check that out, guys. It is an awesome website. It's actually I help out from time to time when I do post videos. 
they put them up there. Definitely check that out. Also, uh, definitely go subscribe or whatever you do to Clay's podcast because we will eventually be talking about Hush. He, he covers people's favorite books on his podcast. It's a bunch of Batman stuff, so if you want more Batman stuff, you can go listen to his podcast. But we'll be covering Batman Hush, uh, I would say, in the near future. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, as for me, with one thing Clay didn't mention, which I think I'm going to upload this to Anchor, so if you guys are listening to this oh, yeah. on Anchor or you downloaded Anchor and that's how you got this because that's how I'm going to promote it, let me know. Hit me up on Instagram or whatever. Be like, hey, I downloaded Anchor. I downloaded your stuff, blah, 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 because this is basically a test. So if this thing doesn't get uploaded Friday, it's probably because I had an issue with Anchor and I have to find another way to upload this podcast. But everybody says that if you're just starting out a podcast, it's probably one of the best things to try out. This isn't a sponsorship, by the way. It's just what I've read. Uh, but uh, let me know if, how you get this. So this podcast will more than likely be on there. But as for me, if you want to follow me, one of the best things you can do is follow me on YouTube, Bat from the Box, or I have a vlog channel that is not very, I don't do too much on it, but that is also Juice from the Box. I kind of changed the names. But you can find me at Bat from the Box or Juice from the Box on Instagram. That is my main hub now. So if you want to talk to me, you want to talk about things, just go find me over there. Also, one of the things, kind of an interactive thing that I want to be doing with this podcast is the things that I talked about on the podcast, I will be posting photos and stuff to the Bat from the Box Instagram. So definitely go follow that because if we talk about collectibles or games or stuff like today, I will be posting that over there so you can kind of have a visual aspect of the podcast while you're listening to it. Uh, so yeah, but I want to thank Clay One for being here. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, of course. For being on the first ever Batman News Weekly podcast. But that is going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Juice Wayne. Remember when we wake up in the morning, ask yourself something. Buy my daily dose of juice. See you guys next time.